everyone. Episode five, Nick's Game Changer. I'm here with my special friend, Nicole White, today. <laughs> She's my special, special. friend. Special. Uh-oh. Nicole is um, a real estate and marketing expert and professional, multiple businesses, grew up in the Connecticut shoreline. I did. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is kind of fun. A little awkward that we're like drilling each other with questions today but this but you, is fun you have how many podcasts do you do on a regular basis oh i just do one for the most part you do one just one i do the real word every week um mm-hmm. byron sometimes drags me in on his but no i'm just i'm and i'm like color i'm not like i never like the spotlight being just on me so yeah. this is a little um awkward like i was that kid that would take f's in school because okay. i wouldn't didn't want to do like public speaking so I do really well when not like in the buddy system because like it's not all I'm on here. me. I'm here. I hear. I feel. I'm feeling that. You feel I'm, that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. Because if I had to like sit here and stare into the camera by myself, I, <laughs> I would definitely melt. But anyway, well, thank listen, you for having gonna, me. This is gonna be. This is gonna be nice and easy. We're gonna okay. ask you some questions. One okay. of the things I admire about you is that you're brutally honest. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't hold back. Nope. And I think that's gonna make this an interesting podcast. Okay. So okay. for people listening for the first time. This is based on uh, the format, is a Q&A format based on the Tim Ferriss book, Tribe of Mentors, where he interviews a host of people talking about life and, and how they respond to certain things. So okay. um, you and I have had a lot of... I feel like I'm taking like a disc assessment or something. <laughs> well, you're definitely going to be, uh, you're going to be graded later, that's for sure. <laughs> so why don't you just first just tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about... Uh, your background, maybe, uh, and specific details on what you do for in business, and okay. go from there. Okay, like you want like all the way back, like college, like all that fun I'll, stuff. So you went to college? I didn't know that. I you didn't? No. Where'd I'm you a, go? I'm a college graduate. Are you, you are? Serious? Did you go to UConn? I did. You look like you went to UConn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, yeah, but no. um, yes. Yeah, so I went to UConn. I actually graduated with um, a human development and family studies major. I was originally my thought was that as I was going to go into social work, that's okay. really sort of where I wanted to head. Um, right out of college, though, I like picked up a job um, in insurance. It was like. Because you needed a job. I needed a job, yeah. yeah. And I had a friend, a family friend, that was looking just for like a customer service job. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, like that was probably like all I was like worthy of out of college. Um, But within a year out of college, I got married. And then within a year from that, I had my first child. So I actually just put all working on hold. I mean, I was 24 years old. I really thought that at that age, like at that moment, that Mm -hmm. that's all that I wanted to do was to be a mom mom. Um, until I became a mom. And it was like not at all what I wanted to do. So it actually took me three children and probably four years to like come to terms with the fact that it was okay to say that I didn't want to be like a mom, like a stay-at-home mom. Um, Because I feel like at that point, like I had so many friends that were like loving it and like, yay, and like birthday parties and like invitations and like Christmas cards, like that was supposed to bring me joy Mm -hmm. and it wasn't. So um, I think that my father finally had like a sit down. He's like, Nicole, like you're not even 30 years old yet. Like you have plenty of time to like figure out what it is that you want to do. So long story short, I always wanted to get into real estate. My husband was like so super supportive. I think mostly because he loved his job and like I always gave him a really hard time for not being around and that was mostly because I was so miserable. So I think he was just like, okay lady, like find what it is that you want to do. So got into real estate. 
um, I, I actually, the, the same year I got into real estate, I got pregnant with my, with my son, um, which sort of just, it changed, it slowed the course down a little bit. Yeah. But in my mind, at that point, it was perfect. Because up to that point, um, it was, I, I was sort of getting used to hiding behind my children, you know, like mm-hmm. I was, you know, Kenzie's mom. So yeah. it was super easy for me to like play that role to be the mom and not the, mm-hmm. the, the forward person. It was easy. I, I was, I was actually just being lazy with my life to yeah. be honest. Yeah. So anyway, I got into real estate, loved it, loved it, loved it, took off. Um, and then, you know, like five years in, like obviously social media and marketing was changing and sort of started like almost like spidering off into so many other like avenues so now I run marketing I I have I'm like I don't I don't I mean I'm, I'm I guess I'm sort of like an influencer with the house yeah, of social media bill um, obviously still very much doing real estate it's mm. like it's what I love it's really what has brought me to where I am just in terms of meeting people and I mean, you know, it's such a fun. Kind of like how even we met. Too, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely through real. I mean, it, you meet all walks of life. So yeah. that was a really long sort of synopsis, but that's that's yeah. how I am where I am right now. You said a couple of things that are, are pretty interesting okay. that I want to kind of go back to before we get into question one. Okay. You, you mentioned about I how, like knee sweat. how you have knee sweat. Yeah, like it's like I'm a little See, nervous. See, this is why I love you. So. <laughs> knee sweat. Like when I stand up, like the bottom of my dress is No gonna one's going like, to see that. It's no, fine. but everybody else here. in the room <laughs> Go ahead. So you talked about how you how the, how the when you had your son, mm-hmm. the, the, you slowed the course down. Mm-hmm. And I think that we probably oftentimes put a, a a mental track of like an expectation of how things should happen. And right. So you didn't you didn't necessarily maybe you didn't know the course that you were on, but you know. So did you? You knew you wanted to be in real estate, and then that was a curveball. So it was a curveball, but in all honesty, um, I think like most of the people do in this in this world, you make excuses. Yeah. So um, when I had my son, it was like a great excuse for me to wow. like. Although I got my license, but now I'm pregnant and like Mm -hmm. no one wants to work with the pregnant lady. And then, you know, when I had my son, it it was all excuses like, oh, Nicole, like you have you done any deals? Like, no, no, no. But like, that's because I have my like I have a like I have my son. Son. Yeah. I I mean, obviously I had at that point three children. children. Yeah. But it was still very like it was all excuses, like 100 percent excuses. It was such an easy thing to fall back on. But it was also because I was like so much out of my comfort zone. Right. Um, you know, I'm my, I mean, I was raised by nine to five workers. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is a nine to five worker. Yeah. So obviously like sort of generating business and making yourself go to work was something that I was not at all like accustomed to. Sure. Although I knew that after being a nine to five worker in, in insurance, sure, I knew yeah. that that was definitely not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But again, it was all like, it was confidence. Like I had zero confidence. Yeah. Again, like I said before, I was like hiding behind my children. So yeah. in my mind, it wasn't a curveball. It was just like a safe place to land and like yeah. use as an excuse. Yeah. It's interesting because I, did, I never knew you that way. I no? met you and I, I know the Nicole now. that I see now is the one that I always knew. So just to hear you describe yourself, it's, you really have transformed oh gosh into yes kind of, into who you want to be absolutely which is wonderful which is proof that you know you can make what you want to make of this world well and that's what's so cliche about it because I have to say so I mean there's many things along my path which when you go through all these questions how I got here because it's not just that that got mm-hmm. me to where I am now yeah um, but I do 100% like wholeheartedly believe that like each step that I took 
like I needed to take them. Got it. Um, like I had to process them. Um, and I'll be honest, it's so funny because um, even like Byron, my um, my partner, he'll ask me like, Nicole, like what's like your five-year goal? Like what's your 10-year goal? And it's so funny because I'm so apprehensive about even doing that now. Mm-hmm. Because if you had asked me five years ago, like what I wanted to do, like I would not, this would not have been, been in the plan. No, I mean, none of this would have been in the plan. Yeah. So I try really hard to keep myself like a little bit more like, I mean, obviously, like I have, like I want my children to be happy, and like I want like college funds to be filled. But sure. I try to keep myself a little bit more like pullable, like so that I could just like kind of like react and figure out like where I'm supposed to be going next, because okay. it's been very interesting to say the least. I'm gonna I'm gonna start now with question one, but okay. it's, it's not the question one that you think is question one. Okay. The first question is: yes. Are you a planner? Um, that's a very interesting, I'm a planner in my own way. Okay. Um, like when I got pregnant, I needed to know what I was having. Okay. So I set really high expectations on myself and on mm. others, which obviously always sets me up for disappointment. Yeah. Um, but I also do need to sort of, I need to plan things out so that I can manage my own disappointment and sort of manage my own expectation. I mean, like that's my job every day, right? Is to manage everybody else's expectation. Right. But I work like really hard trying to manage mine. So I'm a planner in the sense that I'm planning like my moves. Um, I actually even try to plan out how other people are going to react because mm-hmm. that would like that actually really dictates how I then take on something or how I behave or yeah. what I do. Sometimes a lot of the times my husband hates it too. I, I say yes to a lot of things just because it's easier for me to manage like that by me taking on more, mm-hmm. you know, than saying no and disappointing you. Right. So, but I'm not a planner in the sense that um, if you were to look at my calendar right now, you would have no flipping idea what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, but I do, like in yeah. my head, like I know yeah. what I'm doing, but I'm not like, I don't have, and I wish I was, I wish that I had, here's how I'm going to get to where I want to go. Right. I don't have that. Got it. But I've, it I'm, works for you though. It, I'm I mean, like it's working. Psycho crazy planner. It's in, working in the head. I I don't know. Well, so far it has. So far it so has. So far, we'll see what happens next. So, yeah. if you could name three words that describe you for mm-hmm. question two, what mm-hmm. are the three words and why? So this one I actually threw in my kids because I was curious to see um, what their three words were for me. Yeah. Uh, my son Nate, who's eight, again, he's sort of been like my co-pilot through my career. Um, his three words were coffee. Um, phone and then he threw in awesome so um, I guess that's that's kind of who I am I love that I got coffee and got I got a, a phone and I try to be awesome you, you are know? awesome thanks yeah. um, but I don't really have three words that describe me because I feel like I feel like the way that I feel about myself is very different from the way that people perceive me Um, because in my mind I'm extremely shy um, to the point where I think people in my mind think that I'm like kind of a bitch but it's really more just because like I'm, I love you. I'm, I'm sorry. You're great. Do, do no, not, no, we, we say everything. And okay. I just, I just, <laughs> it's amazing. It's very interesting to me to hear how you would talk about yourself. Yes. But again, I'm super self-conscious, like it, super, super self-conscious of myself and, and like, and, and so it, it's just, it's very, but again, all of those things I feel like have actually made me even more successful because I've had to, I've had to train myself really hard to, um, 
like like I was saying like just like I have like I, I find myself almost taking on too much just so that I don't disappoint because I don't want someone not to like me or I don't want someone to think that I'm being a bitch just because I'm being shy but it's again put me in some situations that like I never would have otherwise mm-hmm. been in mm-hmm. so like my weaknesses have almost like I've been able to turn them into a strength mm-hmm. so so one of the things I'm learning about you right now yeah. is that in our own minds I think mm-hmm. you and I are very similar okay and I'm curious to know mm-hmm. what the emotional toll is like based on the things that you do in your daily lives. I feel like <laughs> I am on a constant emotional roller coaster. I'm on a marathon race mm-hmm. in my own mind All and I exhaust myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my question is, and we're turning this into a question. <laughs> I knew we weren't going to follow any of the questions, oh, by the way. It's okay. We can get back to them. So no, yeah. no, this is what it's about. This okay. is what this is about. Um, <laughs> I'd like to know when you are emotionally exhausted, mm-hmm. which if it's anything like me is frequently, mm-hmm. what do you do to recharge? What do you do to, to, to overcome that feeling? Of being, ext- I cry. Be, okay. I'm a crier. Yeah. Um, I, I cry. I feel mm-hmm. like I cry a lot. Um, I try to actually let my children see me cry because I want, I want them to learn empathy, but I also want them to know that, um, it's okay to yeah. feel overwhelmed. And the wonderful thing about having obviously friends and family around you is that they're, Support. they could, they could, they can help you. Yeah. Um, do you lean on people? So I yell at people. You I lean, I yell at people. You yell? Oh, you yell. <laughs> You've yelled at me before. I think. No, I not, I'm not like, I hate, but like, like Brian, yeah. like yeah. dude, like seriously, right. like I'm like, yeah. So I'll, um, I do. Ask, I'll ask for help, but not only with like, re, like really like, again, my husband, my mom, you know, like my kids, like guys, like I like losing my shit. Like, so does it only, bone. does it come out like when you've kind of already gone too far in your mind? Like, oh, of course. You, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Of yeah. Of course. I mean, cause I, I mean, I can, I can certainly, I, I, I talk to myself all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm constantly having in internal struggles and conversations and um i'm i'm high and low constantly with that but no i mean i'm always a little too far i know that when i need a break though like sometimes i'll actually like run into a spa and get like a massage Mm. just so that i can just like leave my phone in a locker and like lay there and again like i'm not necessarily falling asleep i'm just like able to process like what's going on like this isn't a big deal like but it's really and again i don't even need to get the massage i just i just need the music so this middle of the workday kind of thing like occasionally you just like mm-hmm. so I, gotta, I gotta do it I do it probably well, you, you know, at least once or twice a year where I, I mean I do massages like that I schedule but like like literally like if it's a really bad day like I'll call like every spa around me and see like who could just take mm-hmm. me in because I really just because if I go home I can't because then it's like now I'm doing dishes and laundry mm-hmm. and like then I'm feeling even more overwhelmed right you know to come into into you know work um it's obviously a little overwhelming because usually that's what's getting me overwhelmed. So right. I really like I just need to like put the phone where like I just can't access it. Sure. Yeah. It sounds to me like you're pretty self-aware though, which is probably a, a positive trait. I, I try to be. I try to be. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's like the right like path, but it's I try really hard yeah. to self-reflect mm-hmm. just because um, 
I mean, God, you only have one life. Like, yeah, God, you have to know what the hell's so going true. on and where you're going and where you've yeah. been and how have you hurt somebody or how can you make somebody feel better or, you know, have you done anything lately to make anybody mm. else feel important right. besides yourself? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I try. That's good. Yeah. I, that's wonderful. Good yeah. answer. That's hey, a good answer. You know. Um, all right. Let's let's go into another question okay. here. Is there a single experience or defining moment that sparked a game change in your life? So I'll try to keep this story super short too. Um, but again, I, again, like like I mentioned earlier, there's like so many things that have happened in my life that have you know taken so many different yeah. um, roads. So I was 14 years old when I found out for the first time that my brother was a heroin addict. Okay. He had come into my room. He was like detoxing, and he like wanted me to like rub his legs, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, so from that moment, again, I was 14 until he passed three years ago. I was what, 36 years old. Like that was my, like that was my life, right? Like that was my brother. That was my family. That was Easter. That was Christmas. You know, that was like a 2 a.m. call. That was, you know, you're watching the news and like they say like, have you seen this man? And like, you're like, okay, good. It's not like that was like almost 25 years of my life, Mm -hmm. you know? going into jail, helping my mom. Like my parents ended up divorcing because it was like, it was such like, it was heavy. It was, and my brother and I are, were really close too. Um, especially going through a a lot of like, my mom was really, she's great. I love her to death, but she's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, so like he was sort of my confidant too, like when it came to like her. So, um, I think that the biggest game game changer for me really was only three years ago when he did pass because yeah. so much of my life was was lived in fear yeah. like um is he is something gonna happen to him mm-hmm. or what can i do to save him mm-hmm. or again like i used to hate having holidays because like yeah. he would be laying on the couch like sweating or oh my goodness like there's like four bottles of vodka missing like my brother must have taken it or mm-hmm. um you know he would um he would rob us you mm-hmm. know and, and use the money sure so when he did finally pass and like I survived my yeah. like that was my greatest fear was yeah, him passing was him like passing. not having a brother I mean right. that's all that I had was him right so when he passed and like I was still here um and like I was okay like I was okay right. um there was a little bit of guilt feeling okay but I felt like I felt alive mm-hmm. I mean for the first time since I was 14 years old I felt like I had so much more like space. Like I had so much more room to start worrying about like me and to, you know, maybe start even like worrying about like my relationships with like my kids and like having an actual relationship with my mom that was outside of like my brother. brother, Right. right? Um, Because everybody would always call me like, hey, Nicole, like, how's your brother? And like, it would just be like, I'm not his babysitter. Like if you really care about him, like call Call him. him. Yeah. and, in, and, and that's actually, so he passed away a few days before Christmas um, in, in December. And then that February is when I actually started the House of Social Media Bill. Like there wow, was like finally like enough room in my life to like start like, and it's funny, there's that saying, what is it? Life begins at the end of fear. Mm-hmm. And it's super cliche. And like, I feel like I see it everywhere, but yeah. like it every time I see it, like I just want everybody to like, feel that like know that and like I try really hard to like teach my kids that too because I see like self-consciousness and fear in them but I'm like no no no, really like life is so much better Mm -hmm. it's so brighter and like shinier like on the other side of fear yeah yeah so So. I think that that's a that's a 
incredible story that I, I've known bits and pieces of too. Right. And, and which again goes to show when I, when I met you, your brother had already passed. So yeah. I haven't really known you super long. Right. Um, but I, we've talked a lot about different things over the years. Right. I think that, um, I want to talk about the house at social media belt, but okay. in context of what you just said, a friend of mine, maybe six months ago, I was having lunch with a friend and he, and he was talking to me about people that serve others. And I think that you serve others. And I think in, in my own way, I do that a lot of ways too. Right. And he said, there's three words I'm going to tell you, and it's going to change your life. And you're going to say it every day when you wake up for Ooh. the rest of your life. And there's I've done words. it and it's three words and it's, I count two. Right. I count too. So I can really be the best of everything to everybody else. But in order to be the best person for everyone, right. I got to take care of myself. Absolutely. And that, and, and I, I, I would be petrified. I don't want to answer these questions that I ask other people <laughs> all the time. I don't want to, but if I had to share one thing yeah. that I count too is, is literally what I say when I wake up in the morning, every mm -hmm. single day mm -hmm. that helps me be a better person to help everybody else right. and to make the hard decisions and to do the things that are unpopular, but are right. right. Absolutely. If you just start saying that it's really going to make a change. And it sounds to me like that was in a, without any very formal fashion, that's like what you did. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's so, it's so, it's so it, without sounding like super like selfish and like self-centered. Well, that's the issue though. It is. You don't want to feel that way. Like, because I feel like so much of my life was like, what about me? Like, I remember even one time my father, cause I have a, I have a stepsister. Um, it's a few years younger than me. And like, she sort of has her issues. Like my brother obviously had his. And I remember like, there was one time my father was like, you know, Nicole, like you're the forgotten child. Like I never need to worry about you. And I remember being like, well, f, f you. Yeah. Like then like, yeah. like what about me? Yeah. Like, so where like you were just like, you're almost like so desperate for like attention but like you also know that like you can't be like completely irresponsible and ridiculous about no, it because like I'm no. not gonna like I'm not gonna like go on like benders like that's no. just like I mean yeah. I mean I'm just way too much of like a control freak to even feel like I'm out of control of something sure. but like it is it's 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 so Sorry. true I mean you absolutely and I and I think that I, I and I I'm actually gonna process that and probably maybe start using that in the mornings too because um it is. I mean, it, it's super, it's super powerful. And yeah. I think that, and I think what's the most important there though, too, because I, I was saying to you before, like I always was saying like, yes, because I didn't want to hurt your feelings Correct. and it's easier for me to like take on more. Right. But like, it's okay to just say no without, without there being an explanation though, right. too. Like you don't like, no, like. My mom said to me recently, stop explaining yourself. Yes. To Cause then you're almost like making, like you're making it worse you because are, yeah. you like, you just want to like, I'm so sorry that you don't like me anymore. That's right. But like, they're just like, we just wanted to know if you wanted mm. coffee, like, mm. <laughs> you know, but, but similarly, I, you know, I've, I've been told too, like when you're the reliable one, yeah. the one that people don't have to worry about, yeah. it, it, you create that, right? Oh, so well you then, created it yourself. Well, and that's why I'm going and getting massages because yes, there's just right. some times where I'm like, I can't, like I legitimately can't even decide if I like, if I even like blue or green right now. Like I'm, you feel like the world is like on you and everyone is, is relying on so you true. and everybody is like waiting for you to give an answer. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of that I feel like is like, is, is, is my own fault though too. Cause like a lot of times you just, you keep on taking tasks on and people just think you yeah. can like, cause again, you don't want to say no. no. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it gets super overwhelming and you literally want to like, 
you would rather be the one napping on the couch during that's Christmas. Right. That's right. That's right. We never are. <laughs> okay. You no. mentioned, you mentioned the house that social media built. Yes, we're there. And I'm hoping that you will consider distributing this to some of your followers or okay. on some of your social media sure. since you are, you are quite the influencer Trying. and I admire that about you. Thank you. Actually, when I, when I did meet you though, you had never been in front of a live stream. You had never really been on camera and it was just like when you were starting and I remember having that conversation with mm -hmm. you and you really come a long way. So I've that's... come a really, really long way and it's really just doing it. I mean, it's just yeah. doing it. I remember my very first video. I, I think I still have it on like one of my older phones. I, I was like a 30, it was like a 30 second video of me just like announcing. Um, so the house social media bill, if I can real quick to your yeah, let's followers. Do it. Sure. Um, we flip houses and on Facebook and on Instagram, we put out three options for our followers to vote on and whatever gets the most votes um, goes into the house. Right. So I, we, and a lot, again, this was, so this was three years ago, maybe three, three, yeah, February, three years ago. So what was that? Um, 18? No, 16. I'm sorry. 16. Anyway, regardless. Yes, 16. Because um, actually our first, our very first social media party popped up on my Facebook. It was yesterday, three years ago. So anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, the videos. the videos. So so I do now, a video is very much a part. I think we're doing on the House Social Media Bill at least two to three videos a week that we're putting out on social media. And my very first video, I think I, it took me three hours um, and probably like a hundred takes mm -hmm. to finally have the content that I felt was worthy enough for me to be like, hi, I'm Nicole Wade from the House Social Media Bill. The winning front door color is, like, and that's yeah. all I had to yeah, say. Had to say. <laughs> yeah, well, no, listen. Yeah, it's so hard. now you just now I just like I it's still not comfortable for me, yeah. but I what's really interesting to me now and again like I sort of do it more now. For, I can't disappoint my followers. Like I, mm. they're relying on me to like give them information. They're relying on me to like announce winners. Like they're so as much as I don't want to do it anymore. Like there's I have like. 10,000 people that are now waiting for mm -hmm. me to like give them information or to sort of guide them or give them some sort of content. So like yeah. that's my biggest push now. I mean before it was just like oh my gosh, I have like a booger in my nose, you know? And, and now and I think I've seen you on television too. I we are on Fox, Fox 61. 61. Yes. So that's fun. So that's like a whole new partnership. So yeah. Now there's like commercials and I don't do well with um, lines. Like if someone tells me what to say, um, mm -hmm. I don't, that, that's not, that's not high on my list. Um, so I'm again, but that's like, I've got to like adjust and figure that out because that's the next step. So that's been a little bit more difficult for me is to be a little bit more pitchy because I don't find that I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't pitch people. Like I don't pitch, like I'm not like, got it. I guarantee it, you know? Yeah. I, um, so that's been a little interesting, but um, luckily Fox has been fabulous because they obviously want us to stay authentic right. because that's how we become successful is just right. being us. You know, I mean, I'll go on videos with my sweatshirts on and hats on and sometimes no makeup on and, um, that's great. But that's sort that's of, you. yeah. That's authentically you. Yeah. I'm just lazy me that day, but <laughs> either way. So. So you're telling me that you came from, how long have you been in real estate? How long have you been your real estate license? Um, I got it in um, 10. So it's nine years. Nine years. Yeah. So nine years ago, you were young mother, mm -hmm. three kids. I was like 29. Afraid to do anything, anything outside of the house mm -hmm. and you you've overcome some personal mm -hmm. 
things like we all have. Yep. And now you are a social media influencer. Trying. Travel all over the country. Trying. I'm, I'm going to talk you up because you're so incredibly <laughs> humble. But I, but I, but this is why you're here because people need to hear about this stuff. Mm, thank you. People need to, people, like there are people around us walking around on the sidewalk every day and they don't, we just don't realize how incredible, like how incredible that you are and, and, right. and, and, you. and what you do. And I think that if we can inspire people that are listening right. to you and I banter back and forth yeah. about, you know, knee sweat yeah well I'm, I, it, 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 it's pretty it's, it's pretty, warm in here it's, it's but this pretty, is your podcast bad. studio that we're in here it too is, by the way i know i know it, it is our podcast studio we do always talk about the the heat yeah. and air conditioning in here but i i think if anything i i i obviously want to stay humble though too because like there's really no reason that like it like that any of like that I'm there's no reason for me for being to change su- or be successful like like my, my path like I don't know I just I like anybody can do it and again it's like so flipping cliche and like again I try to watch like motivational speakers and like I like I try to read books but like I I don't um but again, it's because you always hear like the same like riffraff, like, you know, mm. work hard, hustle. Like, I hate that hustle, that word hustle. Um, but um, but like really like anybody can like do it. But like I also know that like I am where I am because of like my past mm-hmm. too. So like you just have sure. to like stay sort of in check with that. But yeah. I do appreciate it's fun. But what so that's the hardest part though too because like you say like travel like the like around and I really don't even feel like it's I feel I don't feel like I'm actually ever working. Me too actually. That's I interesting that you like, say that. Love like people are like oh my god it's Monday I'm like hells yeah, yeah. like right the bus is coming and like my kids are leaving <laughs> and like I but I do better with structure so like Saturdays and Sundays like without like I actually do really good when there's like lacrosse tournaments because at mm. least I know that there's a game at like 11 2 and 4 and like I know where I'm gonna be um but I don't ever feel like I'm working mm. so that's where it's like that's where it's always really hard because like I'm having so much fun I'm really enjoying it um but again, I feel like everybody can, and I'm no different than anybody. I'm like no different than anybody else, really. I'm just Nicole sitting here. Nicole from Guilford, sweating at my ankles. <laughs> you know, it's like so. Down. So, Company Cubed is one of your businesses yep. as well, mm-hmm. and so you that your company produces my podcast mm-hmm. and countless other podcasts right. as well. Mm-hmm. You offer other marketing services. So right. you've really done a good job in becoming a subject matter expert in right. social media marketing, right. all things digital, content yep. strategy, yep. real estate, mm-hmm. probably first and foremost. Yep. And House of Social Media Belt being a really great idea that, you know, from from what we've talked about and you, you did a you did a house for St. Jude's in right. Texas. Yep. So your influence is definitely growing and I hope you're you're proud of that. You should be. Give yourself am, some credit. I am. I mean, obviously, you always wake up and you're like, how much long? I mean, we've talked about this like yeah, recently. Like, yeah, how much recently. longer does it last? Yeah. Um, I, I think what's so amazing about like the age that we live in now mm-hmm. is like there's so many opportunities to do like, and it sounds silly because I, I would never tell my son to like, hey, yeah, you're good at watching like Looney Tunes. So like that should be your job. But um, there's so many opportunities where like as soon as you like figure out not just like what you like and enjoy, but like what you're good at, like there, it's so easy for you to sort of like sort of dig your teeth into it and then like turn it into something. Can I can I 
refine that a little bit because uh -oh. I, I think no 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 it's okay. good because yep. I think that people get hung up in this a lot right. like I don't know what I love or I love a million things or I like to play golf so I think I need to be a golf pro but like yeah, uh. I think I think what we really uh, are trying to figure out is what skills right. that we have that are like that are effective that we excel at mm -hmm. and because a skill you can apply to a lot of different things I mean, right. a lot of our conversations that you know we have on a regular basis are about what am I good at right what am I not like, but not necessarily real estate, but is it, you know, is it communication? Is it math? I mean, just, 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 is it, yeah. yeah like, what is it? Is it, right. am I analytical? Am right. I, and then taking those things and finding ways to apply it in right. a productive way where you can scale it and grow it. And right. Be, be and partnering though with people that are then good at the things that you're not That's good a key. at. That's a key. I mean, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do any of it alone no. i mean you can't do life alone you can't do business alone That's i mean you can't like you yeah. legitimately cannot do anything alone yeah. and i think the moment that you like surrender to mm -hmm. that and just mm -hmm. accept the fact that like you really just i mean i do believe that i'm good at most things but kidding um like you just like you have to just be okay with the yeah. fact that like you know nicole like maybe you were really good at you know keeping your kids sort of on task but mm -hmm. like you suck at organize like organization and, and that's keeping. okay yeah so i can still keep my family in line and like our family calendar in line but mm -hmm. like i have to like surrender to the fact that like there's no flipping way i'll ever be able to like balance a checkbook mm -hmm. or like maybe pay the irs <laughs> you know i mean there's just things that like you just yeah hey but again, I think that in you the rely on age, other people. Absolutely. You can so find those people. There's so yeah. many communities and absolutely. And like, again, like even just the way that like you and I met, obviously it was like through like five different like networks. Yeah. Um, but like we were both open to the experience and we were both like open to conversation and we right. were both like open to sort of like reaching out and like wanting to learn more. And mm -hmm. I think that's the only reason that like we became friends because yeah. it would, it would have been so easy to just keep kind of like walking by sure yeah so so I, on this overall topic as mm -hmm, well to mm -hmm. ask another question please why do people give up why do you think people give up well again i think it kind of like i think we're kind of going full circle because it yeah um because again it goes right back to like my son right when i had my son i think it's right. all like excuses i think it's very easy to throw out an excuse. I mean, I can come up with 9 million excuses every single day. Like, oh, I have like really bad allergies. I don't really have anything on my calendar. I should just stay in bed, mm -hmm. you know? And then I'm like, yeah, that's really not what I should be doing. So I think that people, they, they form excuses. I think that they also, there's a story. Mm -hmm. They're so used to telling themselves like a certain story, you know, like they're a victim or my mom was mean to me. Or again, like I had a heroin addict as a brother. Like they find a reason. They find or a reason. There's a there's an internal dialogue that like right. you've always just been telling yourself. So you, it's so easy to go back to that. It's so mm. easy to use that as an excuse and not form like a new dialogue or use that as like a jumping ground for like ways to use that to like make it better. So mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people give up just because it's hot. It's fucking hard yeah. I mean that's easy too I mean it's just yeah. man it's just too hard I'm gonna leave but like I think it's only hard because like there's just you're coming up with an excuse for sure yeah yeah and again it's it's all about your internal dialogue with yourself absolutely you know I mean you have to surround yourself by people that call you sunshine and I call you sunshine I know and like I you send just like you, and you're like okay like I send you sun emojis so even if time. you just find somebody that just yeah. pay somebody to tell you how wonderful you are yeah. like that'll help <laughs> 
Because that's the biggest thing too. I mean, I think um, I think that again, because even as so I'm 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 38, mm-hmm. and even as a 30 year eight year old woman, as and I'm a mom and a, and a wife, and obviously like a business owner, like mm-hmm. I still very much need to hear like I'm proud of you yeah and my brother used to say that to me all the time and I feel like like my my like my engine is a little low because I don't have him to say that to me anymore yeah. um but I but I but I but we all want to feel like we're doing what's right and that someone's at least acknowledging you and that you're you know feeling appreciated um so I feel like as much as like you feel like you need it like that gives you almost the more reason that you should just start saying it a little bit more because yeah. like like that person probably needs it too. So yeah. I don't really know how I got there, but well, it's all part of why people give up. Right. I think, I that, just, I think there's, I think that it all, it all comes together in the yeah, right way. So right. it's about support system and absolutely. And, and give what you want. Yeah. Like you have to, like you have to give what you want. I mean, if mm. you start smiling, like someone will smile right back. That's right. And again, I just feel like we're just doing so many cliches in this podcast. I'm sorry, but, um, but again, I feel like you always get what you give. Yeah. So, do you think that your network, your 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 close network, like your mm-hmm. inner circle, mm-hmm. has that changed over the years? Has it? Oh my had, gosh, yeah. Talk about that. Um, it's changed wildly. Um, I mean, obviously, um, I, I I and I don't want this to come across like r- r- rude or obnoxious, um, but you you start valuing your time mm-hmm. a little bit more, not because you're busy, but just like. Where do I want to really invest my like my time in in in, in relationships? Right, right. So I mean, I'm still friends with a lot of people that I was friends with like in high school, but like sure. the amount of time that I'm I, that I sort of allow myself to continue investing in those relationships is yeah. a little bit more minimal because I, I there's just I don't get as much out of them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that I won't again. I mean, I just think that obviously they're all each on their own path. Path, right. Right. Um, so I really enjoy sort of like surrounding myself with people that are like growth mindset or mm. that maybe we're not talking about someone that we went to high school with right. or like, oh my gosh, I gained 10 pounds. Like, okay, cool. Right. Like yeah. we've talked about that for 15 years, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I do. I mean, I think my inner circle has definitely changed, but um, but I feel like my base is still like based on like enjoyment. Yeah, right. Like right, I, right. if I don't enjoy it, um, I, I I actually have a really hard time making like new friends, um, too, because I just part of me is just like almost like too exhausted to sort of like rehash like <laughs> my life and like my yeah. family and yeah. like yeah, like my parents would like you know so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it obviously is manifested, but mostly because like, I feel like, cause I've changed. You've changed. I think so too. Yeah. So, I mean, I still hang out with them, but it's in, in a different way or we're yeah. doing different things or the conversations are very different, different or, right. um, like I'm, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that support system is, is, and you're right. It's the types of people have changed, you know, as your life evolves, right. you need, you need those people. Oh, and of course. Yeah. And I think that you could also like, like, I feel like I'm, cause again, I started before saying that I used to hate my husband mm. um, when we were first married cause he loved his job and I didn't. Um, and I actually made him sort of like quit a lot of things, like sacrifice things because yeah. I just, you need to be here. Like, why are you, but now Which, I, yeah. now I can be much more supportive of him right. because like I'm fulfilled and like, I, yeah. and like there's there it's that in itself is so like freeing too. Cause now I know that I don't need to rely on him to make me 
feel good, even yeah. though when he was home, it wasn't necessarily making me feel good, yeah. you know? That was a good course correction on your part, though, because that could have led to resentment oh and, my gosh. and a myriad when, of other things. Oh, that, and then if he resents me, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily and, blame him, right, well, you know? Like, he, I mean, he, he gave up a lot of things, things, but I felt like, but I was also like, I gave up, you know? Um, yeah. But like we were able to sort of reemerge, and now, well, our children are also a little bit older now too, which makes like a huge, huge difference. difference. Like they're yeah. all in school, and like, gosh, yeah. it's so much easier. Um, but yeah, no, I now find that, but I can like support a lot of other people now. I can right. support a friend that's going through like a divorce because like I just, I like I just feel like I'm at least like stable, and like yeah. I don't have the answers, but like I at least know that like life is just always going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, or, you know, like it's it just like you, it's just like, it's all like, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's all, it sounds rainbow and butterflies. It's very difficult. And, yeah. um, I drink alcohol sometimes so do I. too. What's your drink of choice? I like vodka. Me too. Mm -hmm. What kind? I do the Tito's. You do. Mm -hmm. Do you see that in the near future, possibly? Like today? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I actually had a little bit of a scare today because I I thought that my daughter um, was supposed to go on a field trip tomorrow, but I then saw on Facebook that it was today, and I was like, mm, the girl has no bug repellent, no sunscreen, no lunch. Um, but she got off the bus, so her field trip is tomorrow. But okay. like, I feel like just for those fifteen minutes where I was like that poor child, like. Yeah. I need to save her deserves an alcoholic beverage but anyway that was a total yeah no but i love it that's great that's like that's this is how our conversations usually go yes so um I, this was fun this are was we, fun i have one what? question okay, go ahead, this one is more. my final question okay. what's a goal you have for yourself that you want to accomplish in the next year one goal mm. any anything i know you've got a million my biggest goal for this year, um, in all honesty, <laughs> it's on my, it's, I feel like it's been on my list for the last three years. I've got to get my kids like on vacation. Mm, that's an important one. I've got, cause I, I just, for a lot I of reasons. do need to just, and they, yeah. they all voted. Like I'm trying really hard to have them participate. They all want to go to universal. Mm -hmm. It's so easy again for me to come up with excuses. Yeah, like I need a new it. refrigerator. I need like, right need a tile or um i yeah. need a car or like whatever so that is i mean that's the only thing that i can think of off the top of my head that i really want that's to an do important this year one that's is, a good one is, is vacation. vacation i mean i do spend some time i mean i do really i would love for all my children to actually have like shoes that fit them too because i feel like i'm always like you know five months behind i mean the little things you know, clean you're underwear. so hard on yourself but this but, is incredible well, i know your like, kids and i see them and they look just fine to me <laughs> they're fine but we are actually going to get cleats this, this evening but nice. um yeah, vacation. I definitely got to get them on vacation. I mean, Good. even just for myself. Yeah. Like, I'd love to. Yeah, just... for a lot of reasons. Childhood memory, though. Yeah. I mean, it's time for you guys to spend together as a family, which I is guess. important. Mm. And you know. it is. It is. Mm. You know? Yeah. I think about what I, the vacations I went on when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? And it's important. So it gives yeah. you a perspective. Yeah, I just, I kind of want just like sunshine and but that's Disney you anyway. to distract them. You, yeah. you are the sunshine, so hey, it's you wherever know. you go. So <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I feel like we could like keep going. Maybe we I'll be could, on episode six. We could talk six. forever, but we, yeah, we're going to continue <laughs> on. 
You know, every every episode I, I talk about a local coffee roaster. Let's do it. I saw we have so Willoughby's here. We have Willoughby's here. Um, founded in 1985 mm-hmm. by Bob Williams and Barry Levine. I don't know either of them. I just read but, about them so on where their did, website. So where did the Willoughby's name come from then? You know, it Is did, it a combination of names? I, I, don't, I don't know that. Uh-oh, I was trying sorry. to figure that out myself. No, I was. I wanted, I did the research. Yeah. Maybe um, somebody at Willoughby's cha- will let are us they, know. They're, they have multiple locations. They have two though. in New Haven, one in Brantford, and one in Madison. Yes. So we're both drinking. Um, Willoughby's coffee there mm-hmm. lo- so I changed my this is just because I'm a coffee fanatic there's mm-hmm. really no other reason I okay. like to talk about I love it coffee mm-hmm. and I also changed the early on in this podcast mm-hmm. career my long I mean, podcast it's, it's, career it's been a great episode career episode five yep. yeah um, they, they have to do their own roasting in-house so they actually roast in Brantford um, hmm. fresh small batch roasting and they distribute it out across their locations. Wow, you're you're like you're intense. I'm into it. You yeah, know, you it's are. um but he it, also it keeps just, me going. He made me he made me um fold my paper down so, too because I ripped the corner. <laughs> so he has he has rules. This that would have really bothered the me the whole has, time. The snick has a rule yeah, here. So the one rule is I don't want to be a guest on the game cleaner <laughs> <laughs> podcast. So we have a roasted coffee um n- corners have to be straight yes um and you're not going to be a guest no and i think i looked at my phone only two times and i'm going to start oh. shaking oh i actually moved mine you did there. i noticed that i, I noticed moved that it. i moved it i'm trying that. i was trying to give you my full attention i didn't even realize that i didn't have yours hmm. well you know next time you just peek over like I you say glow yeah i do hmm. i saw it i checked i in. feel like there needs to be an episode where we ask you some questions well we can work on that okay in the hmm. meantime nicole okay. white thank, thank you. you so much i appreciate me. it you're the best <laughs> See you guys. Bye.